Okay. RSL Nation. We're going to give you a preface or a preface or however you pronounce that. Uh, it's been conservatively four months since our last podcast. We're rusty. I, I can't speak for Adele, but the baker here has had a, a semi-strong beverage on what is an empty stomach. So uh, we're going to we're, we're just this is this is a parental warning. We don't know where this one's going to go. But sometimes a soccer game is so crazy and so wild that all you can do is hit record on the old podcast machine and just get your thoughts down on air because this San Jose Earthquakes v. RSL game was was so crazy and so unpredictable that we just had to blow the dust off the mics and get a podcast recorded for you. Adele, what's up, my man? Oh, I'm sorry. Is the dust gone? Oh, okay, I was wondering why you why why that was. You <laughs> literally blew the dust off the mic. What's happening, Baker? What's happening, RSL Nation? Hope you're well. Yes. OMG. Listen, man, let, let's just catch up these people real quick here, right? Why haven't we done a podcast in a while? Eh. It's having that a lot, time. Lot, lot of reasons. Yeah, it's a commitment, man. It's a commitment. That's what it is at the end of the day. And we are committed individuals, but uh, life got in the way. Nonetheless, here we are. Let's talk footy. I was going to sing. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> it, it wasn't going to be. Car flaps back. It wasn't going to be. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't even remember the. the da, do, 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 do. No, you're talking about. Do, 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 do. Well, that's the sportcast, Sports Center oh, one. We also yeah. have like that really aggressive, um, the one that was actually good. Yeah, like that militant chant that you had yes. going for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, nothing, nothing like a just a foreboding, just terrifying deep beat to really just loosen some people up before you talk soccer on an amateur podcast. Uh, amateur. Oh, also, I came up with a different name for us, just so you know. Is it the uh, Soccer Ball Number One RSL Nation presented by Scarf Life, presented by RSL Nation, presented by .gov.edu? No, it was gonna be uh, Podcastinators. Mm. Get it? No. Podcasters, Podcastinator, Procrastinators. Okay. I mean, it works on so it many. Works, it works on levels. two levels. It works on two levels max. And uh, works is kind of a strong statement. Well, it it is. It's it suffices, nonetheless. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Um, I'm listening. I was. I was. Um, you and I were talking as we do uh, during the match against the San Jose, and uh, you said to me, "I have a bad feeling about this one." Right? I did say that several times. Yep. And I said something to you, which is uh, roles were reversed here. I was like, I actually kind of have a good feeling about this one. Okay. You are not making this up. The, these things that happen. These are factual facts. And then Holt came on. And what did I write to you? Uh, let me pull it up because I don't, I don't want to <laughs> miss. I, I want to get the actual quote here. Um 
I think and you your exact words were hold on hold on Holt mm -hmm. is in and my good feeling is gone <laughs> emphasis on the long and yeah very important very important part of that for some reason I felt really good about going into the game I thought even though we lost to LAFC just a few days prior to that yep um I was like, hey, it's a crapshoot, and we're playing against a team whose, I think, job definition is crapshooting in this case. And then Holt came on, and I don't know what it is with that dude. He just gives me, like, zero confidence. And then, let me just say why I even opened this up. While I was having that feeling-changey thingy that was happening to me, I pulled up the Western Conference standings. Yep. For some reason, even though I had posted something on the page earlier that day, I think, about how important the game is, Yep. I myself did not comprehend just how important the game is. Right? And I'm looking at the standings right now. Okay? Yep. RSL is currently, and we'll talk about the game and how we got here. RSL is currently tied for sixth with LAFC at 33 points. One point behind Portland in fifth. Everything else above that is five points plus, right? So let's just look into that. Yep. San Jose is at 27 points, six points less than we have in 11th. Yep, yep. It's, it's a steep, steep, steep drop from sixth. And honestly... Even 12th isn't, like, crazy right. out there. Like, Houston is sitting at 12th right now with yep. 23 points. 10 points behind us. Yep. And and just so we're clear, when you say tied with LAFC, it's, it's not even, like, because there's multiple tiebreakers. So right <laughs> yep. now, we're both sitting on 33 points, us and LAFC. Mm -hmm. We both have nine wins, which is the first tiebreaker. Literally, the only thing that's keeping us above them right now is the fact that we have a marginally better goal difference right now. We we have a goal difference of five, and they have one of three. Yep. That's nothing. They can have one great game, and suddenly we're seventh. Yeah, and they're the kind of team that can do that, right? So had we not won last night, we would have been currently tied for ninth. <laughs> Ninth or ten, ninth or eighth or something like that. Yeah, I was. Um, I, I got into this really nasty habit of checking like the live standings as the day is progressing. When we were losing, we were literally eighth or ninth. Yeah, mm -hmm. like we we were deep deep in the not making the playoffs. And I don't know if people have noticed, but we've we've played twenty four games. There's only ten games left. Yeah. And and then it's playoff time. Like we, the margin for error has never been this razor thin. Yeah, and next up is just the best team in the West. So let's talk about the San Jose game. Yes, yes, yes. If I may, you may. I'll allow it. And I'm not. I'm not kidding about this. I have in my life, in my days, watched a lot of footy. Right. I will watch, forget RSL for a second. I will watch three, four games every weekend, right? 
I'm that idiot that's up at I was up at 4:30 last weekend on Saturday to watch the Inter Milan game, right? I'll just catch my games everywhere. I've watched a lot of soccer in my life. And obviously there have been a lot of crazy games, man. I can go all the way back to like Bayern München losing in the Champions League final after the 90th minute after being up by two goals. Right, there's a lot of stuff. We at RSL have had some crazy games. Remember, you know, 95th minute winners and all, all these, I mean, 95th minute losers as well. <laughs> last night, last night was 90 of the craziest minutes of soccer I've ever seen. Ever. Y yeah, yeah. And off the field, on the field, uh, yeah. the coaches, the the officiating, the the yellow cards, the the sweaters. Are we wearing the sweater? Are we not wearing the sweater? Oh, here, here's a red card. Oh, just kidding. Take um, it back. Not a red it, card. The 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 plays, the getting the equalizer, losing the equalizer, getting the lead. The, just nothing in my life <laughs> has prepared me for the emotional roller coaster that last night was like I'm, the nine I'm, extra minutes at the end and and honestly like you can't couldn't even argue with it like well okay I, I i get it um demir just bleeding all over the field but making it like look crazy good for some reason um <laughs> rushnak playing out of his mind um you know, dudes getting hurt, substitutions at the half, three guys out of the back, like like just all of these things that, uh, honestly, if if it was just like a regular degular life as we know it, you know, we're not looking for a coach. Just each one of these things on its own would be like an episode. Like yeah, we'd we'd be talking about like. Oh, can you believe that about, you know, the red that was overturned in the yellow thanks to VAR? Such a, you know, so glad to see VAR working. When has VAR failed us? And we would literally talk about that for 20 minutes. Yep. And all of these elements on their own are worthy of like a, a conservatively a 10-minute discussion, but we won't you haven't, do that. You haven't even mentioned the Olympico. The Olympico. Freaking, I, I mean, there's a part of me that looking back at it i almost feel sorry for san jose imagine <laughs> playing at home scoring three goals and walking away with zero points i would yeah. be livid as a fan um and, and and then you sprinkle on the fact that their coach literally decided to dip for five minutes i i i have been looking for an explanation for that all day Twitter, Reddit, I'm all over the San Jose pages. No one can explain to me why the man just left for five minutes. He had to go take a crap. It's not that complicated. I, I, I dude, I hold it for your team's playing for their <laughs> lives right now. I, I was just shocked. Yeah, no, it's um, a combined 31 shots, 19 on target. How crazy is that? I'm almost jealous of like the objective fan that just had nothing better to do on a Wednesday night and was just kind of cruising ESPN Plus and like, hey, let's watch this game for a while. <laughs> right? That was just right. The, the accidental stumble upon. Um, yeah. 
No, I mean, I mean, I'm. There was a guy with a hat trick. Yeah, yeah, and not just a hat trick. One of the nicest、yeah. hat tricks I've seen in a long time. Not that I'm seeing hat tricks regularly because I'm an RSL fan, <laughs> but、mm-hmm. uh, but like, can't stress enough. Very biased here, but that was objectively one of the more entertaining games of. Of footy, I've seen in a long time. There were there were people mentioning, you know, game of the year on on、uh, Twitter after afterwards. And can you argue with it? I mean, I haven't watched all the games in the MLS. I have watched some fun ones. There have been some some really fun ones, right?、Um, but just objectively speaking, look, man. I mean, <laughs> two times we score, we have either the tie or the lead for what thirty seconds. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, literally, it, literally that. If the game was at Rio Tinto, we wouldn't even be halfway through believe chant as we're conceding, and the opponent had already scored.、Yeah. Right now, I have seen that happen at Rio Tinto once, maybe twice over the years. Not a good twice、feeling. in one game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so let's 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 break the actual game down. Yeah. Starting eleven comes out. Um, I've I've never been a fan of our graphics, if you will, since the Petkira, where we switched to like it's just be a list of names, regardless、yeah. of for me. And here's the thing, you don't need to put it in a formation for me, but at least do it by like category, like list all the defenders, list all the midfielders, list all of the strikers slash attacking players. You know, do it by category,、um, but it's just like numerical by jersey number, and that that's that's fine. It is what it is. But ever since we've and I want to say ever we've done it twice now. But since we've started playing with this whole like three in the back thing properly,、um, I have never wanted a like actual formation starting eleven diagram more than I do now. Yeah. It, so yeah, so the formation comes out. We kind of try to you know decipher it. What does the three in the back actually look like this time? And it's Silva, Glad, and then Toya, which you know, two center backs and a fullback or seems seems like a solid option. Makes sense. Works for me.、Um, well, it's more like two two defenders and Toya. Right. <laughs>、um, Whole different and, story. Go ahead. And then twenty, literally twenty-two minutes in, worst case scenario for me, basically, Silva goes down. They're doing they're doing the cartwheel gesture with their hands of substitution, substitution, substitution. It's it's clear he's not finishing the game. And there's two guys warming up. One of them is、uh, our new Croatian center back Tony,、uh, who. Didn't quite endear himself with fans when he, you know, committed the own goal <laughs> against LAFC, and then, I'll, I'll call him Tony. Tony the gamble, right? And then、uh, not so fan favorite Holt. Right. Are, they're warming up, and Holt comes on for M Silva, and right then, so I already didn't feel great about this game, but.、Mm-hmm. Holt coming on was kind of like, and you know, I'm not here to like badmouth the kid. Um, he gets to 
play soccer for a living and at the end of the day that's fantastic and i'm envious and he's clearly more talented than i ever will be but also objectively speaking he's kind of a liability when it comes to defense specifically when you're playing with just three quote-unquote defenders and then four minutes in post the substitution literally four minutes in lopez aka shofi Scores his first goal of the night. I I know what was going through my head, but what were you thinking right then? Adele. And we're back. I mean, we're going to continue talking here. Let's pretend there was no interruption. So listen, man. I very strategically well not strategically gut feelingly sent you that message <laughs> that i said i had a good feeling about the game and then when eric holt was coming on through no fault of his own other than a tremendous immaculate record of him on the field and us not getting good results right other than that eh, nothing against the kid i'm sure he's a good guy and then what? A few minutes pass, and boom! Like, okay, here we go. Yep. All L- literally, that... literally four minutes pass. Yeah. All of that good feeling just out the window, just gone. Like I'd never had it to start with, right? So, and I think at one point during the game, I was texting you, and I said, "If I was the opposition, if I was the opposing coach of any team." that plays against us, or maybe that was about Toya. We'll get to him in a second. I would just attack these guys. I would just continuously attack wherever Holt is, wherever Toya is. Yeah. That's just that's just low-hanging fruit. And I mean, yeah. I'm not saying they're not up to par, but I'm also saying they're not up to par. The, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, let me add one more thing to the three in the back thing. Because you said you hate that you don't see what the spread is going to be right on the field how are they going to line up other than the names well mls soccer does put theirs out it's incorrect they have us playing a 4-4-2 basically right more like a 4-1-2-1-2 right yeah right you know they have uh chang playing basically right back yeah yeah i'm I'm looking at it right now it to say yeah. it's inaccurate would probably be a bit of an understatement yes so the other thing about this game so silva going out and silva is a wild card i think i feel like we have too many freaking wild cards on this game. <laughs> right it, silva it, is a it reminds me it reminds me of that always sunny in philadelphia episode where uh you know, Charlie's the wild card. Then it's like, who actually needs a wild card? <laughs> you know, I, I think you're right for what it's worth. There, there are too many, too many unknowns yeah. with some dudes that should be pretty good knowns at this point. Dude, so Silva is a wild card. You never know. He, he'll either like play like, I don't know, a world beater or score an own goal. Datkovic is the in the exact same position, right? Yeah, yeah. I, Even here's Ochoa the thing, man. Is in that place. Toya okay. is in that place. Like, come on, guys. Right. Can we just get? How about 
How about good old boring Kyle Becker man? Can yeah. we get old boring? I mean, Beasler. I feel like I think Beasler, the last two games, atrocious. Had, had probably the two worst games. Yeah, I've ever seen him play. This this last game was a little better, but yes, and yeah, but, thing that's but, relative to the LAFC game prior where. Don't quote yes. me on this, but I think he had like a 50-some-odd percent uh, pass completion rate. Um, which, which for a, a central defender is not okay. So half the time he's losing the ball yes. um, when he tries to pass. For, even, for... even Pablo, Pablo Ruiz, his best tackle was on Toya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I, f I don't know what the locker room relationship is like, but... Pablo owes Toya like a drink or something, because um, yeah. any I was on MLS Soccer today, on on Facebook and it was like Toya gets absolutely murdered, right? And like yeah. in real time, it really does look like he just got like yeah. just smoked, and then you watch the replay and and uh, and Pablo Ruiz just clears him out. It yep. You you will not convince me that that was not deliberate. Like it was, you couldn't coach that tackle. Um, it was, if if they were not on the same team, that would be at least a yellow card. It was, it was perfect. I'm, I'm still here debating whether or not that should be endangering the safety of a of a player. Like that's, <laughs> that was just as much of a red card as the one that uh, Demir got. Let's leave it at that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So. So, anyways, that was that was my take on that. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Right. right. And and again, that was right around the time. It wasn't around the time I looked at the standings for the first time, but that was right around the time when I actually started comprehending <laughs> what the game means. What yeah, what the standings actually represented in the real world. And then combining that with the fact that we only have ten games left, right? And then adding to that, the fact that Seattle is in town this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's not like, be pretty. All, so maybe that was part of the roller coaster of the whole game. <laughs> like at that moment, all hope was lost, not just for the game, but for the season. Yep. Fair. A little dramatic, but fair. So, well, like I said, I was processing a million things at the very same time. Real time. All pieces of information I have been very well aware of for quite a while. Sure. For some but... reason, they all congregated <laughs> in like a small little at, corner. At, at the worst, at the at, at the 26th minute of the RSL San Jose game. Yes. Yes. So, like, that's it. It so was nice. To, to keep the narrative going, because it does get better, slash it more entertaining. Um, in the 45th plus two... Our very own comeback player of the year, in my opinion, mm. uh, Rubio Rubin, finds the most Wondolowski of <laughs> equalizers. Just so we're clear, you can go. I've got the timestamps. I've got the receipts. We are the first ones, uh, we being our selection, to compare that goal to a Wando goal. You know, there's a lot of a lot of dudes out there throwing throwing that little line around. I just want everyone to know where they got it. Yours truly. Not, not, not that we're attached to anything, but right. you did. Actually, I probably have the receipt 
before that receipt because you texted it to me. I texted it to you and then I tweeted it. Um, yeah. yeah, so Rubio Rubin, I mean, let's be honest here. It's not going to win any beauty contests, but essentially right place, right time. Just before the end of the first half, I mean, essentially bounces the ball back into San Jose's uh, goal. And there, there's a little bit of hope there. You know, hope dies last. Um, yeah. As an RSL fan, I should probably know better. But yeah, not not a terrible way to end a half. Thoughts? No. It's, well, look, listen, I just told you about the roller coaster of emotions, right? Well, let me rephrase. There was no roller coaster. Between the 26th and the 47th minute, it was just a deep lake of depression, if I may. Um, and then that happens. And I'm like, oh, because you know what that reminded me of? LAFC. LAFC. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it totally, at that point, it had the feeling of the LAFC game, which is, thanks, guys. Give me a little bit of hope. We're going to get crushed in the second half. We're going to get crushed because they have this awesome dude that had one really bad game in his life against Belgium by the name of Wondolovsky. <laughs> And right. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just foreseeing a bunch of Wando being Wando in the second half. So that's that totally went through my head. I was like, yeah, yeah. It almost I... felt surreal. I almost part of me because at that point I had, I thought it was zero chance we're winning it. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Part of me almost was thinking, I wish we hadn't scored this. <laughs> right. Just so you didn't have to like sit here right. and 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 you know Think believe. Hope. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I mean, stuff changes. <laughs> Talk about a roller coaster. Stuff changes real quick in the second half, twice in the first five minutes. But that's a whole different story. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Have you learned why in the world Menendez came out for Ruiz in the, at half? So it was asked. It was asked in the. I, I believe it was the halftime. Oh well, it couldn't have been the halftime because it didn't happen at the half. It happened at the start of the second half. So never mind. Um, I think Menendez was being, Johnny, was being asked to play kind of a very unfamiliar position to him, kind of this like deep-lying playmaker-esque role. And I mean, let's be let's be real fair here. I don't think he was having his best game. Um, I, I, I think I he's think, trying too hard. I, I mean, he was on the ball a lot, and I'm not, not taken away from that. But he was, I got some, I got some real burrito vibes, but not in like a good way where I'm like, this dude is going to smoke a bunch of guys one-on-one -on -one and like put them on a poster and then create a dangerous chance. It was like the burrito vibes of like, this dude's going to play himself into like three defenders, lose the ball. Yep. And it, it happened a lot. So looking back at his first, well, not even his first 45, just the first 45 where he played. He wasn't having a great game. I think that's fair. Um, I think it was, and I'm paraphrasing here, but my understanding was that it was kind of a too many cooks in the kitchen vibe. Because, mm -hmm. um, I mean, at at the start, you got to keep in mind that we have the mirror as essentially this like weird false nine. We've got Rushnak as... I don't know, the attacking midfielder, if you want to call it that, but not really that. We've got Johnny, 
playing in the midfield. We've got Miram playing in the midfield. And then we've got Chang and Toya essentially playing as these like really forward pressing fullbacks, but really they should have been defenders the entire time type of thing. Um, so we, we had a lot of dudes who are comfortable and maybe some who shouldn't be on the ball kind of playing that Johnny role. And in, in meanwhile, let's call it what it is. Nick Beasler is just getting just smoked. Um, yeah. You know, like it was obvious to anybody with eyes that, you know, Nick Beasler was not having a great game. Uh, eight minutes in, he got his first yellow for crying out loud. So I, I think a lot of the justification of pulling Johnny wasn't so much what Johnny was doing. And let's be clear, having him rest those second 45, especially knowing how the game is going to pan out, is going to be wonderful when Seattle's in town. Um, but I think a lot of it was just like, Nick Beasler needed some help in the in the midfield. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Um, yeah. But no, I I openly questioned that that substitution at the start of the second half. I literally tweeted that is an interesting sub. Yeah. And I mean, look, I, I would have probably put him in in case of Beasler, right? Uh, if anything. But uh, yeah, there's some of that. Anyway, second half starts. So remember how I was saying. I was cursing higher powers at that point, saying, wish we hadn't scored. At least yes, sure, sure, as one does. Put me out of my misery quickly. And then we're barely into the second half, 49th minute. <laughs> captain, my captain, scores and puts us ahead. So Rushnak with the go-ahead, 2-1, yep. beautiful touch-and-go put away from just inside the box, I think it was. Um, and now I'm like, oh, my God. We might actually win this game. And, We're not and, playing LAFC. We're playing San Jose. Right. We might win this game. Right. Not not a hyper-talented team. It yeah. is worth knowing the assist on that Rushnak goal comes yep. from none other than Ruiz. So, not, yeah, not, that's, not... Ass- that's, that's one of those. Who was the... There was some coach not that long ago. I want to say last week um, in England, one of the big ones that talks about how he doesn't understand why we are even counting assists. Right? It's like, what's an assist? Oh, it was a um, Manchester City guy. What's his name? Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I think it was Pep. He's talking about like, oh, yeah. So you just forgot Pep's name. I know. Listen, man, I'm <laughs> I, I'm 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 all up in the MLS right now. Who's Pep? But uh, I think it was Pep. Maybe it was someone else. Someone correct me if it was someone else. Questioning why we even counting assists. Because it's like, uh, you know, just because you pass the ball doesn't mean you did anything. Not all assists are created equal, obviously. And he's saying like, sure. In some cases, just like, you know, when you when you have shots on goal, but you don't score, it's counted as a shot on goal. Right. Like sometimes some of these passes are so beautiful, they should count as like, I don't know, attempted assists or something. <laughs> Sure, anyway, sure. And and to be a long fair, way of saying like yes, Pablo did technically assist that goal. Yes, he didn't you, really do anything for it. Rushnak did have a lot of work left to do post receiving the ball from Pablo. Yes. Speaking of agree. man, Albert is. I think I like this Albert a lot better. I think this Albert. Remember, let let me walk us back just a few months, if I may. 
Remember our plan? Your and mine plan? Oh, yeah. Head and have a great Euro and then be sold off for millions of dollars. Yeah, that went out the window when he didn't make the national team. And I feel like something clicked or something happened when he didn't make that national team. I think that's when he said, okay, I guess I'm stuck with these guys. Might as well try. Um, here's, he here, like. here is how recent of, of our last podcast before this podcast was published May 20th. And the title is Scarf Life. He makes how much? Question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> in reference to Albert Ruschnick being the most overpaid multimillionaire RSL has ever suffered from. No. In our uh, defense, he was. In May, he was. Very terrible. Yeah. Yes. So remember, this is this we, we have said this a thousand times. Isn't the game perfectly set up for someone to take it over? Oh, who should take it over? Maybe the highest paid player, your captain, your, you know what I mean? Your designated player, the guy who's supposed to carry your team. That's what happens in all the other big teams, right? He's actually doing it last couple of months at least, right? I, I would go so far as to say that over, I'm going to be conservative here. Last 90 days, he's been RSL's best player. It's a tight not race. Longer. It's a tight race with the mirror, but other than that, other than the mirror, there is no one else that would even come close. Yes. Glad glad we can agree on that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so we get the go ahead goal. I'm in the 49th I'm, minute. 49th so minute. Awesome. I'm literally still writing the tweet about how Albert's back. Things <laughs> are awesome. And uh if it was the riot, we'd be still singing "Believe." If if this game was at the riot, we would literally still be singing "Believe." And San Jose yeah, equalizes off yeah. of and shouted loud. Oh shit! I don't even know if we'd make it to sh and shouted loud. I mean, it it was literally what thirty seconds later. If uh, that, yeah, San Jose two two, and just at that point, I think I literally like laughed. It was one of those like crazy manic laughs of like the, you can't make this up, like you yeah. can't. Um, the most RSL thing ever, until the next most RSL thing ever happened. Right, the the hits just that just keep on coming. Yeah, I'm trying to. So yeah. Uh, and by that you mean the go ahead, yeah, from San Jose to make it three two instead of two two. Exactly the roller coaster. Right. It was like we were dead in the water. Now I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna win this whole thing. The last for thirty seconds, like, uh, we're back down. Actually, the team kind of shows a little bit of promise during the middle of the time there, and then sixty fifth, boom, they're right back ahead of us. Was that the goal, um, Olympico? I believe that was the Olympico, yes. Yeah. It is worth noting that San Jose makes a huge string of substitutions bringing on yeah. some of their better players in that time period. Um, that was, I, I think I they made I've like, ever seen more players substituted at the same time than that. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they made like four subs in the span of two minutes. Um, they they bring. Oh, on... I thought it was all at the same time. No, no, no. They they yeah yeah. I, I mean, I think it will. Yes, I believe it was four substitutions within 
essentially the same window, the same break, if you will. Uh, in there is Espinoza, fantastic player. The essentially the young prodigy uh, uh, Cal, the kid's like twelve, but phenomenal at soccer. Um, and then they bring on the uh, the striker for for Wando uh, Kikanovic to to replace the elder statesman. And I actively, you know, so I watched the games with with, with the better half, and I remember her. I will ne- I won't forget this. She goes. Man, I wish we had a coach that would do that. Like, drama- in such a dramatic manner, sees the game. Because literally, as they make these substitutions, the next course of action is them getting the go-ahead goal of 3-2. Right, right. Yeah, no, and they were they were kind of taking over at that time. And um, I think most of us were, you know, kind of back down. We're like, oh, crap, that's going to happen. All of that happens before any of the Crylock, well, quite a few things, right? The Crylock almost red card. It was a yellow card. In the meantime, Crylock does get hit on the head, right? I still, someone needs to investigate. Someone needs to look at that. That goalie, and I agree with uh, Donny on this, he clearly knows what he's doing, right? He could have pulled 100%. out of that yeah. easily. He um, loses the ball. And yeah. then because he's lost the ball, he's like, well, I can't leave this guy on his feet. To be clear, I don't think he's like, let me crack his head open. But I do I do think there's some some malice, if you will, in the elbow oh, yeah. that follows. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyways, that happens. Um, and then they actually did give the goal. I had to check again this morning. They did give our go-ahead goal, well, our tying goal to Justin Merrim. Um, that was... I scored that goal as much as Merrim. <laughs> the, the header off the header off the header, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Remember, you know, always say on target with power. That it's was on frame with power. Yeah, it was not on frame. You got to get the quote right. I understand you're rusty, but it's your quote, man. Come on. It's my, well, see, so here's the thing when you quote yourself, whatever you said next is the new quote. So it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I'm glad they gave it to him. I thought I thought he had a pretty good game. Um, nothing spectacular. I thought he was cool, calm, collected, had kept the ball well, handled the ball well, had some decent passes. I'm glad he got the ball. I mean, he got credit for that goal. But again, uh, that thing did not look on target, <laughs> unless unless I'm missing something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's if they ruled it an own goal, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be uh, terribly, terribly shocked. <laughs> and we wouldn't care either way, so it doesn't matter. A hundred percent. But yeah, so lovely 3-3, lovely equalizer. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought at that point the game was because Wando had already been subbed. And so in my mind... At, you know, at, at this point, it was just going to devolve into essentially just like a really ugly game of long direct balls over the top. Nobody really threatening. And, you know, we split the points. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so glad I'm wrong there. Well, listen, so by this point in the 71st minute, when Justin scores that equalizer, this is where 
I was just told you the multiple ups and downs in the roller coaster, just from a personal experience. At this point, I give up. I, I objectively, in my head, say, I have no idea what's going to happen. This game could end up finish 3 3, or it could finish 9 to 7. And I have no True. idea. True. That's fair. Very fair. I, I, I very clearly remember saying, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I'm not done. I'll just sit here and I'll watch this game. And at that point, I became very jealous of any objective observers of this game. Right? Because, like, at the end of the day, somebody here is going to get their hearts broken. And I really hope it's the dudes from California. Well, somebody's going to get their hearts broken. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen. And actually, as a result of that, I became more positive. Like, Wando is out. Because in the back of my head, I always think, Wando's going to have a Wando moment. We're like, well, if Wando is not on, he cannot have a Wando moment, right? Um, anyways, so we go on. That crazy... How did they even... I mean, I'm glad Damir was called for the red. Because, well, no, he ended up with the yellow anyways. That's a deserved yellow. But if it was, I was going to say, if it's a yellow, they cannot review it. As a red, they reviewed it. But I just gave him right. the yellow anyways at the end of the day. So it didn't matter, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like, they never looked like a red, even in real time. No, looked, no. They looked like the play that literally happens 29 times every 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You've, I mean, I mean, you've got a guy reaching out. Let's be real clear. He makes, absolutely makes contact with the, you know, the right. chin, basically. The face, the head, whatever you want to call it. Um and and so it is one of those things where even in real time, you know, it, it's got to be the type of situation where maybe the official had his like, you know, only saw saw it from like the mirror's back or had a weird angle or I don't know, maybe thought he saw something that he didn't see because he went. He it wasn't like a second yellow; it was a straight red, straight red. Uh, um, which you know, hindsight being twenty twenty. Thankfully, it was a straight red. Not that the mirror was sitting on a yellow card to begin with. Um, but yeah, that that red definitely felt like one of those things where it was like, oh man, like there, you know, there goes the point. Um, or yeah, that's, that, this is what they what that's what this game was missing right there. Right, dumb red. Yep. Um, and then you know they they show the replay obviously, and like immediately it's there is no. It was so obvious that that you know that the red was the wrong call. I wasn't really too worried, and then I remembered that you know MLS is going to MLS, and these are pro caliber referees, and you know sometimes sometimes admitting that you're wrong is very difficult for people to do, including officials of professional soccer games. Um, yep, especially I, I would say. Yeah, I would go so far as to say that I feel like the yellow was even undeserved cuz cuz you know, let's be honest, that play happens a lot. It it is very common in the game. It's not 29 times a game. Right. It's not with malice, it's not with force, it's not deliberate. He doesn't do it to injure. He's not even aware that the dude, the dude is there. Um I I'm so glad they reviewed it. I'm so glad that they changed it to yellow, but even the yellow feels a little it, it feels a little unfair to me, but luckily, yeah. luckily, no lasting ramifications there. We yeah. we we got Not lucky on one. 
it's it's yep. good to be it's good to be on the receiving end of a or on the beneficiary end I should say of a pro call or a VAR 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 call versus being punished by it for a change. Well, I mean, I want to congratulate Pro for doing their job to the minimally viable acceptance uh, level and right. accepting the fact that they were wrong. Anyways, so we move on. It's a tight game. And then Rubio Rubin. That was a nice finish by him. It, it, was, a, it was a solid finish by him. But let's be real. I mean, and let, I'm not going to sit here and say he didn't have anything left to do. Albert's vision was yes. this this is one of those where the assist deserves as much credit as the goal because mm-hmm. it was just perfectly picks out Rubin perfectly weighted puts the ball in a dangerous situation for him I mean he's almost one-on-one with the keeper um just yeah just a just a perfect uh, cherry on the Sunday for me and yeah good guys go up four three I'm not gonna say never but almost never is the assist as important as the goal ever the only reason i say not ever because sometimes it's like just a diagonal pass and you just pass it into the back of the goal the putting away one-on-one with a goalie is actually sometimes the hardest thing to do trust me i've been on both sides of this it's it is um, the classic don't want to overthink it situation yeah yeah but 99 percent of people do <laughs> Um, let me tell you a quick story. So, I, 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 as you know, I play a little bit of uh, fantasy, right, on uh, DraftKings. Yep. And Rubio was on my team. Up until lucky, that lucky first... Lucky you. Well, I ended, ended up being lucky. Um, I think I was... And I, I told you this before. I was in the process of complaining about Rubio because he was killing my team. He was actually like a negative 2.5 or something in the just until he scored that first goal. So almost end of the first half, he was in the negative because the only things he had to his name to that point, um, I think were two fouls. Yeah. So it was like a negative one point before he scored his first goal and ended up with 30.36 points on DraftKings, which, you know. I was going to say, those those two extra goals did not hurt. Well, yeah, he ended up with two goals, four shots on goal, six shots. You know what I mean? Still had those uh, two fouls that, that he committed. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, he was actually looking pretty bad until he did the thing that... <laughs> that he gets paid to know, do. It solves, you know, in, in business, they say sales heals all. Right. And for the... <laughs> Scoring goals, he was all. No one's gonna remember that you committed three fouls in the first fifteen minutes. Gift that, that keeps on, gift that keeps on giving. Um, exactly. But yeah, so game ends. You know, four three good guys. Some real interesting substitution patterns that actually ended up, you know, being being a net positive. We kind of locked the game down after that. You know, go ahead goal. Um, and. I I think it's safe to say that it was one of those wins where RSL Nation, at least based off of the you know hour of Twitter after the game, we needed that man. We needed that oh, real yeah. bad. Oh yeah. Um, I think we needed it so bad that we may have assigned some meaning. You know, and, and I'm speaking in <laughs> generalities here. 
but we may have assigned some meaning to it that it doesn't deserve. Like, let, let's be real clear here. San Jose is not what many people would consider a good team in the West. Right? Well, had like, we had we had we not beat them, we would be tied on points with them right now. Like I said, San Jose is not what many people exactly. consider a good team in the West. Exactly. I was just I was just gonna add to that 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 that, that might be a more accurate standing. <laughs> yeah. To someone's point, um, and I know there's a lot of haters on the internets or the interwebs. Um, someone was saying that basically, yes, sure. There's a huge difference. It wasn't even about this game. It was about a different game, but it, it really rang true. Um, winning a game versus knowing how to play properly is the difference in, in execution when it comes to the playoffs, right? Because you're not getting a bunch of San Jose's in the playoffs, especially if we end up where we are right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say that we probably won't be hosting any games well i'm not even yeah i'm just talking about like yeah you can get lucky in a game um but when you play the seattles and in this case i hate to say it, but the kansas cities right um you know the, the things that should happen that just happened against san jose even even if they have a half or we have a half like we had those teams are good enough to correct it in right. time right turn the game around it, san jose just happened to not be one of those teams that was able to correct it um if that defense if our defense our defense has conceded six goals in the last two matches right um against lafc who is barely i mean right there with us right in the playoff race um and san jose right I mean, what is the upper echelon going to do against us? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean to simplify it, uh, if if Alan Polito has a hat trick, it's very unlikely that Sporting Kansas City is going to not walk away with three points. Yeah. If you know, uh, or Rui if Diaz, the playoffs and knocks us out. Right. If Rui Diaz has a hat trick, it's very unlikely that Seattle is not going to walk away. You know, to your point. Um, San Jose had just as much a role in our winning last night as we did. And I think to gloss over that and ignore that is a little bit naive, you know, given yeah. given the current state of the team, uh, not even on the field, but with everything that's going on off the field. Um, and luckily for us, or maybe unluckily, a very good litmus test for how good we are really against playoff caliber teams is coming this weekend yeah um the the flounders my my current my new hometown team i should say <laughs> is mm -hmm. is coming to the rio oh, tinto your, your current hometowns team there it is much better big distinction um <laughs> they are coming to the rio tinto uh they are just coming off of a uh i mean what i've I've even forgotten the name of the the leagues cup tournament, yeah. whatever you want to call that. Um, yep. They are advancing and they are playing in the final against Lyon. Yep. Um, it was a good game. I watched most of that. 
Oh, did you? I uh, did not because I do not care about the League's Cup <laughs> um, at all. It still has a bad taste in my mouth, but, you know. Sometimes it do be like hey, that. Hey, listen, it's just a small tournament that no one cares about, right? It's a small tournament that no one cares about that got our coach fired and put us on mm -hmm. arguably one of the craziest paths of modern football history that I've ever seen. It really led to our owner losing the team too. Anyways, that's well, a whole yeah, that's a whole other story, we've, yeah. which we've covered in detail. Uh, yep. But yeah, uh, they beat uh, Santos Laguna one zero in like the ninety fourth minute or something off yeah. of uh, you know no other than uh, uh, Raúl Ruiz Diaz, <laughs> the the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I was actually rooting for them. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to kind of get one past the uh, Liga Mekis, uh crowd. Well, yeah. Because it's listen, clearly I, not going to be Champions League. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I did not tune in wanting Seattle to win. But, man, those Santos players, are, those are some dirty bastards, man. I was, I mean, just, you know, the dirty CONCACAF tricks. Yeah. Who's famous for saying that? Andy Williams? Or is that? Um, no, it was called Beckerman. Um, CONCACAF, dirty tricks and CONCACAF refereeing or something. Oh, my right. God, I was furious halfway through that game. Anyways, proceed. I mean, yeah, on that tangent, uh, CONCACAF is where beautiful soccer goes to die. Let's call it what it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they had themselves a, a I'm not going to say a well-deserved 1-0, but clearly a healthy back and forth. So they've gone you know, 90 plus minutes against a very good Mexican side. Um, they, you know, did play at home in uh, Lumen Field. I should have gone to that. Why didn't I? Anyway, mm. <laughs> neither here nor the there. Flounders. It is the Flounders, but live footy is live footy, and I'm not in a position yeah. to get picky. Um, it was like eight people there, so <laughs> they were probably giving them away. Right. Um, but yeah, they did field what many would consider a you know, a starting 11, their best starting 11 and 18, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the substitution patterns were substitution patterns that clearly indicated they were trying to win this game. So a lot of their main dudes are going on 90 minutes. It doesn't change the fact that they are probably going to be a little bit tired, a little beat up, but still a very dangerous side. And I think ultimately it's going to be a great test to see how good RSL actually yeah. is. Uh, you know, if we're serious about doing anything in the playoffs, I mean, look, I'll take it. I'll take it a step further. So yeah, first of all, this weekend is going to be very, very telling. I have very little hope, but it's very telling. But I'm also looking at the rest of the season, right? So ten games left, as we talked, as we said before, right? So we have Seattle, we have Portland, we have Colorado, we have Dallas. You you skipped. Well, no, I'm skipping. I'm, oh, there's, okay. a, there's a method here. We have oh, Kansas City. I got you. Yep, yep. All teams ahead of us. Yep. In the standings. 100%. Um, I don't see a lot of low-hanging fruit here, right? I mean, no. LA, LA is not low-hanging fruit, it's, right? It's going to be FC Dallas, San Jose, Austin, and Chicago are kind of the quote-unquote low-hanging fruit. Chicago, I would agree with Chicago and Austin. Um, I don't think Dallas is low-hanging fruit, man. They've, they've been playing out of their minds lately. Um, Galaxy is just a... You never know what you're getting from them. You know, they, they tied Houston yesterday. Um, 
it is the other thing we cannot forget is <laughs> the rest of the table also plays each other true right so we i can see us out of these 10 games the maximum is 30 points right um i can see us getting a good 15 to 20 actually so i think whether or not we make the playoffs is going to be defined in a single window I think it's going to be Austin, Colorado, Chicago, FC Dallas, San Jose, Portland. How we do in that five-game... That's 70% of the schedule. <laughs> it was five, but okay, maybe six. Um, did you I, say, I did you include Portland in there? I may have, because I think SKC is a loss. I think Seattle is a loss. I think LA Galaxy is going to be a loss. Um, so, so I, I really think there's this stretch of home away, away home games that are going to define whether or not we make the playoffs, um, specifically starting with Austin FC uh, away. Um, it, it's, it, it's, I think the next, next two, three games are not going to be great, but we've got to be able to put them behind us. And then once that Austin game which, which you know, no disrespect to Austin, very beatable team right now. It, it it's you know they're not playing good soccer by <laughs> any any metric, um, and their home field advantage isn't really much of a home field advantage. So assuming that RSL can take care of business in Texas, and then kind of get a nice little roll going, you can you know realistically get nine to twelve points in a nice four game stretch that I think buy you a little breathing room. Uh, but if you don't do that, I think that latter half is going to be painful. Uh, San Jose, Portland, SKC can be some very, very difficult games to end the year on. Yeah. Um, next three, Seattle home, Portland yep. away, Galaxy home. Yep. How many points do you think? I got to be honest with you. I think maybe just the one. One point out of the three. I and huh. I and I think it's I don't think I'm assuming the four after that go the way I just described. I right. don't think it's going to be the end of the world, but I, I can see a scenario where the single point comes from like a Portland tie. Huh. Yep. I'm thinking three or four. Ah oh, man. So so all right, well let me ask. So Seattle mm -hmm. at home. This Saturday, um, what are you thinking? Loss, loss. Okay, so zero points there. Yep. That leaves Portland on the twenty fifth away. Yep. Tie. Okay. Okay, then, hold on. A tie yep. if we don't go. <laughs> we we bring terrible luck when yes, we go to yes. Uh, RSL Nation. We're still hammering out the details, but we may have some live coverage from uh, the the Portland game for you on the twenty fifth. Yep. TBD. Yeah, and we apologize in advance for the right. loss. Right. And then, so then you're saying the win yep. against LA Galaxy at home. Yes. Even with Chicharito being back. Yep. Interesting. Bold. Yeah. And it, interesting. I don't hate it. I just think you're wrong. Um, but, I mean, again, this, <laughs> remember I was saying earlier, this team feels like we have a lot of, we have so many just crab shoots out there. Yep. 
Um, we 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 could get nine. Um, we, we could. could zero. We could. The, 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 um, we and do. neither would actually surprise me a whole lot. I would nine and zero would surprise me the equal amount. <laughs> right. Fair. Not Fair. a whole lot. It it is. Um, it is probably worth noting, and we're not going to get to this because we don't have the time, and you know, it, let's, let's call it oh, what it is. We already decided this is for us, like anyone's listening at this point. <laughs> you never, oh, I actually looked at the metrics. We have one unique listener in the last uh, 30 days, I think it goes by. So shout out to Mauricio. Oh. It, it's 100% going to be Mauricio. Um, but yeah. So he's probably still the only one listening. Hey, what's we've up, got, man? We've got the one fan still <laughs> still tuning in for some reason. Let's go foot golf. Um, so uh, there is there is a new coach bump that you know it, it it's not like a scientifically documented thing but we we've seen it with other teams where a new coach comes and suddenly dudes that maybe didn't play the best are playing a little better cuz you know you've got a new guy to impress yep um that's not and, just soccer that's just at work right you get a new job everyone's suddenly on their best behavior for the and, first yeah 3 months yeah, if that. But yeah, um, <laughs> right. So, so it is worth noting that RSL is in some very deep discussions with a new coach, and it it actually sounds like it might not be Pablo, which that's pleasantly surprising on its own. <laughs> I really, I really hope we're, we don't become prisoners of the moment, and like, oh my God, he did real good, even if he makes the playoffs, right? And actually, kind of goes deep in the playoffs, right? Um, I, it actually was interesting to see him and Albert had it, it looked like it, for better or worse he seems to resonate I think with the you know some of the ultra competitiveness that comes with being a young DP um, and not young DP and the actual mm-hmm. young DP but just a young person who happens to be a DP because I don't think Albert's a young DP anymore uh, <laughs> but him and Albert had a moment uh, right after the game where it, you know you can kind of hear what uh Pablo is saying, and I think he's saying something like, I'm proud of you. You know, you had a lot of fight, a uh, little expletive get thrown in there. I forget the exact language. Um, but but I think I think Pablo is, he's got some of that, some of that Petke vibe where he's like a fighter. And, and I think he brings a certain edge to the team that I think most teams actually benefit from. But I also think RSL needs a little bit more tactical acumen at this point. Like this yeah. roster is good enough to be competitive I think it's missing one or two key pieces, um, but but all yeah, in all, I think it's worth giving to reins to somebody who's who's got more than one or two ideas. And no disrespect to Pablo, um, but but I just I don't think he's the you know I, I think he he'll he'll be fine for like a year or two, but then we really won't have anything to show for it at the end of the year. And yeah, we got to get to a point where we the next guy at bat needs to hit the home run. Well, I mean, I want to see who it is. Obviously, we will not. We will only hear about, you know, who was hired at the end of the day. I don't want to make a change just for the sake of making a change, right? But I'm also sick and tired of it hitting that same ceiling that we hit with Mike Petke. Right. I love Mike Petke. You remember, you and I spent months arguing about whether he should be fired or not. Yep. Uh, goddamn League Cup. Cup right. nation, whatever they call them right now. It was the League Cup, uh, yep. Um, and our good friends at the soapbox. I mean, they basically got him fired, if you think about it. 
I mean, I think he got himself fired. Oh, well, okay, yes, sure. But... You know, there is some responsibility to be handed out to, you know, he, he carries autonomy, so we'll leave it at that. Right. Okay, anyways, beyond the point. Um. Yeah, and but even at this point, I, I would be sick of him. You'd be sick of him. We all be sick of him because it's that really nice hoorah-rah. But to your point, I think we are good enough right now we're not okay. I'm not saying we're good enough to say we are one of the favorites to win the cup. No, no, but we haven't been that good for I mean since thirteen. Right. I'm not. I'm not, say, I'm not even saying favorites. I'm saying one of the favorites. Right. Right. I still think we're not on par with Kansas City. It nope. Hurts me to say that. Yep. We're not. We're not on par with Seattle. Nope. I don't. I don't think we are. Well, we are on par with Portland. I would say we're up there with Portland. Yeah, yeah. In in a normal year, we're not on par with either of the LA teams. I don't know what they're doing over there, right? Like LAFC is probably one of the most underachieving teams I have seen in a long time in a season. What are they doing down here with us, right? Yep, yep. yep. I mean, doesn't it probably actually... doesn't help that their best player is not playing. I mean, right. yeah, and their other best player got sold to Turkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't think, and that's just the Western Conference, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. it, I think the East is a little more un. I, I don't know how to say it, but like less stacked. I, I feel like every team, and and it, maybe this stems from the fact that we aren't really. I, I think the only Eastern Conference team we're going to be playing this year is going to be Chicago. So I haven't been watching a lot of the East. But the East feels very beatable. Like nobody there is playing world out, you know, lights out soccer. Well, have you seen New England play lately, homie? I, I mean, New England's collecting a lot of points, but let's also be honest: getting a few extra game against a few extra games against Cincinnati and Toronto and Chicago and yeah, Columbus right. I see, doesn't I see hurt. What you're saying. Like, so what, like you're, I, what you're saying is they're running away with the East. Because the East is terrible, um, yeah, you know, okay. I I wouldn't mind three games against Cincinnati. Like, let's just let's call it what it is. <laughs> right, right, right. No, and and honestly, there hasn't been enough East West that I have right. watched this year, at least, to to even say you're right or wrong. Sure, sure. You but know what I mean? but really, and then on in the Western side, I would agree with you. I think SKC and Seattle Sounders are kind of. They're head and shoulders above everybody else, and then they everybody have separated else. themselves. I mean, Colorado is hanging in there again, but, but it feels it feels fake every every time yeah. they get a good result. It's kind of like oh, they're playing up a man for forty five minutes, or oh, it was a weird deflection yeah. like at well, the let's, death. Let's say it this way: if if you had to put forth a top list of teams, let's say top three list of teams yep. that need to go out and in one game represent the MLS for. Let's just make up a cup here, the League Cup. <laughs> You'd want it to be Seattle, right? It, well, it, I'm not even saying one team. Let's just say you have to have your top three. Let's just focus on the West. Yep, it'd be Kansas City, it'd be Seattle, and even though Colorado is third, it would not be Colorado. Correct. And, <laughs> I'm saying and, right. And and really, where I'm going with this is if there was ever a year. Where that whole like you just have to kill one giant and then you actually might win this thing, it's mm. this year. Yeah, because because we we've talked about this before. Like you know, RSL makes the playoffs, 
and then we have the first round against Portland, or we have the first round against LA, or whatever it may be. In this and, case, and, right now it would be Colorado, actually. Which I'm. Uh, oh, yeah, that yeah, would be like that'd be dream. great. But but, yeah. but we get to this point, and it's this like super hyped up, like crazy game, and and you kind of wear yourself out on that first game. And then you've got the second game against LAFC or LA Galaxy or Seattle or whoever it may be, and you just get you just get beat, and you're never really in it. Yeah. This is the first year in a very long time where I feel like if you can kind of get that first game taken care of, if you if you can play lights out against Seattle and somehow beat them, suddenly everyone else looks super beatable. So. I understand. It's, it's got an 09 vibe, is really what I'm trying to say. Uh, um, so I, under, I understand what you're saying. He, he, here's where I disagree. And no one's listening at this point, so f it. Let's just talk. We just chat. We're just hanging. So let me walk through the walk you through the scenario right now. Okay. Basically, first round would be number one seed sits out, right? Yep. Um, so it's two, seven, three, six, four, five. Yeah. Right. And let's just be real clear. Right now, Sporting Kansas City is the number one seed, but they also have two games in hand against Seattle. So right. it's right. safe so to say Seattle is going to be the first team. So so let's, let's yeah, forget all that for just a second and just say Kansas City is first. They're out. They're going to play the winner of 4-5. We, we lock the table in. So it would be Seattle against LAFC, right? It would be LA Galaxy against portland it would be colorado rsl all right so let's put your theory to a test here so it, it would be in my opinion the dream matchup right at this point if we can somehow draw colorado in a one game playoff series right yep. well, in that case right but one one game playoff that this is literally the best we can hope for from the top seven right yeah i out of the the teams right now above the playoff line, if someone's like, you have to have one game against one of the top four, yep. I would pick Colorado. Let's say we win that game. Yep. We get the winner of Seattle LAFC. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say we win that game too. We got the winner of Kansas City against the winner of LA Galaxy and the Timbers. So let's just say Kansas City, LA Galaxy. That's just to make it out of the West. So, yep. hypo, you know, hypothetically speaking, here, you have to beat Colorado. Fair enough. Then you have to beat Seattle. Then you have to beat Kansas City. I don't know that the road has ever been tougher. I I just don't think those teams are doing enough to separate that. Like like granted, Seattle and Kansas are playing really good soccer right now. I would say by far the two best teams in the league right now. I would probably in the agree. West at least because we cannot again right to can't the quantify, hard to quantify the East when you're not really playing the East. Yeah, um, I yeah. Even though New England literally has nine points more than Kansas City right now, <laughs> but again they're right. playing uh, Cincinnati three right. times, which honestly begs the question: Why is anybody even talking about a supporter shield? But we won't get into that because right. we really don't have the time. Um, yeah, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Winning the cup is never going to be easy. Just, just to be clear. Um, but you know, I'm also comparing it to like, I don't know, like a 2019 
where it was like LAFC had won the Supporter Shield like, you know, a month before the season ends. And then you've got Seattle as the number two. And obviously, I think they did. Yeah, they, they went on to win it. And then RSL is third. Like, it, it was it was one of those years where, you know, every team through those top four, five, six teams was crazy good and could beat, you know, anybody and be very dangerous. I'm not saying the teams this year aren't very good and aren't very dangerous. It just kind of feels like everyone's got a little bit of that parity. Everyone is beatable with the exception of the one or two giants at the top. That's really what I'm getting at. You know, it's but, interesting to me, as, as we were talking here, I was just thinking to, to a point I was trying to make forever ago. I would take a healthy LAFC as the third team out of the MLS to beat someone from League IMAX <laughs> over Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I I think I, I still believe Colorado's big phonies, basically. I You know, I don't think they're the real deal. And I think this is kind of like their 2016 year all over again. Uh, but I'm also a hater. Um, hey, anyway, Colorado. Let, let, let's wind it down here. Yep. Seattle Sounders, I think you and I are both predicting a loss. What do you think the final score is going to be? Oh, 3-1. Ooh, okay. So basically we're out of it the entire time. Yep. I'm personally going with just a classic, nice traditional 2-0 them. Yeah. So... I so think we're saying the same level thing. Level of heartbreak. Yeah, I don't know. Two nil is just like it's respectable, you know. Like you came out, you played good, but they're obviously the better team. <laughs> but two two nil is like, let's say we're down two zero in the sixty fifth. Yep. Oh, we're down two zero in the eighty second. I was like, ooh, it could happen. <laughs> oh really? Two zero in the sixty fifth. I'm already like. Let's get another beer in. Let's call it what it is, and yeah. uh, let's 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 pack it up. Yeah. Anyways, bring us home. RSL Nation. It's been a long, long time since we gave you a dope beat to step to. Um, <laughs> it's your boys Adele and the Baker, and uh, we may or may not catch you next week, this weekend. We don't really know. This this like I said, this one was for us, and we just happened to post it, and uh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll catch you we'll catch you on the flip side as the kids like to say peace adios